Today on Go Nomad, we take a visit to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, which is one of the most exciting and dynamic little cities I've had the pleasure of visiting in many years. Portsmouth is exploding with artists, creative people, film, cafes, breweries, and the requisite high rents that come when a city becomes cool. Portsmouth is definitely here. A visit to the city of 22,000 was well-timed. The New Hampshire Film Festival was happening over the weekend when we were there. This 20-year-old film fest brings together 100 New Hampshire movies and people who love films to the cozy venues. The 900-seat, elegantly renovated two-level music hall and the music hall lounge across and down Congress Street that offers 116 seats and a big spacious bar. Both venues have stocked rosters of more film, music, theater, and spoken word for months to come. You can tell with the calendar this full, people will fill the venues, and they do. Monty Bonahan, the Music Hall's Director of Communications, told us that this place dates back to 1878 and was originally built as a Baptist meeting house. At one time, there were four big theaters here in Portsmouth up until around 1900. In 2007, this beautiful space with the large colorful cushions and dramatic bar was hewn out of granite. The bathrooms are most elegant with curving rock inlays. They must be seen to be believed. Right next door to the Music Hall Lounge is the marvelously retro Jimmy's Jazz and Blues Club, a beautifully restored three-level music emporium and events venue with a circular stage and elegant balcony seating, a full menu, and jazz luminaries like the legendary bassist Ron Carter, who played recently. Every night, there's another wonderful blues or jazz act. They have TVs where you can take a comfy seat and watch the music on the screen, or get a table upstairs in the balcony for a bird's-eye view of the jazz. Portsmouth's history is defined by being able to walk inside houses from the 1800s and meet reenactors who can replicate what people were like in the old days. At Portsmouth's Strawberry Bank, we did just that. Our guide, Katie, took us through many period homes, including one with two side-by-side doors. One opened into a 1955 living room and the other an 1800s one. They have replica general stores from the 1700s and 1943 with period-costumed actors to give it all a little more verisimilitude. Really a fun and interesting place to stroll and see stuff. We had plenty of interesting choices for dining in Portsmouth's compact downtown. Everything was very easy to get to from our hotel on Vaughn Street, the AC Portsmouth downtown waterfront, built three years ago, which offers water views and a cool fourth-floor bar and restaurant. The hotel is a frequent wedding and bar mitzvah and event venue, and the staff works hard to make everybody happy. Our restaurant choice in Portsmouth was French, at La Maison de Navarre on Congress Street. On the street level, it's a coffee place that also sells interesting and decidedly French food, ingredients like moutard de meau and tins of French sardines. And the espresso bar is hopping by day, while upstairs there is a French restaurant, M.N. Wine Bar. Dinner was escargots, drenched in pesto garlic butter, complete with a requisite set of tools to pry them from their shells and consume them with a tiny fork in one bite. My partner's chicken almondine was well-seasoned, perfectly tender. With lots of veggies on both plates, we were quite happy, and a French-inspired wine list made it more authentic, which we loved. Another fun local spot for, for a seafood notch is just over the other side of the Pascatawa River in Kittery, Maine. Buoy Shack is a stellar spot with views of the busy river with passing lobster boats, tugs, and all manner making their way to the ocean past Kittery. Try the jumbo lobster roll. 
and we preferred the classic New England Maine style with butter. Some lobster roll lovers in Connecticut put mayonnaise on theirs, but not us. The owner of a lobster boat that docks here told me that the lobster business has really rebounded from the shortages and price problems of a few years ago. Now the supply is going to mostly local markets instead of to China. That has kept prices reasonable, and the supply is great, he said. I guess all the lobsters haven't fled our shores for the cold Nova Scotia waters, as some marine biologists suggested a few years ago. Portsmouth is a canine city. You come across every breed of dog being walked on Congress Street or frolicking in one of the dog parks, South Mill and Piers Island, where the hounds can run leash-free. It's clearly a popular topic of conversation, inquiring about breeds and pedigrees, just like the many scooters, either the stand-up style or looking like Vespas, that are seen parked on the sidewalks. No ticket, no meter fees. These also start a great many conversations on Congress Street, the main drag in Portsmouth. Both dog parks and scooters bring the artists and incomes that make the town prosperous, hence the high rents, but great schools. We met a young couple of 40-somethings who moved to Portsmouth from Sacramento, California, four years ago. They absolutely love it here. With two kids in local schools, mom stays home and dad works in nearby Greenland. We met them on date night at the Bowie Shack, where we all enjoyed lobster rolls, beer and wine on an outdoor table overlooking the busy river. They don't miss the homelessness and crime that's hard to avoid in many West Coast cities. Here, it feels almost crime-free, and everyone seems to be taken care of. There is an exciting project under construction in Portsmouth. It's going to be called the West End Yards Food Hall, one of those large, popular open spaces where dozens of different food purveyors man food stalls and people gather on large tables sharing the foods and booze served in the surrounding kitchens. Boston has several of these. Atlanta has five, and they're popping up everywhere. In fact, Anthony Bourdain was planning his own foods hall in Manhattan before he passed away in 2018. In many ways, Portsmouth has exactly what everyone under 40 wants these days, a car-free, casual life where a dog can go everywhere, you can walk most places, and there's a lot of nightlife and a good art scene. Friday's Art Walk answers that question. So many galleries open their doors, and the public enjoys the stroll. In December, there will be a series of weekend candlelight strolls through the city's historic homes in Strawberry Bank, with hundreds of lighted candle lanterns and costumed role players popping out with seasonal greetings. Portsmouth is a dynamic gem of a city any time of year, and the hordes of visitors here can attest to its charm. I advise you to plan a visit soon and experience yourself.